How's it going, everyone? This is the Dave Halbert Podcast. I'm your host, David Halbert. Today is March 25th, 2020. Uh, I have my very first episode. I have on my former co-host of my old podcast that didn't really make any progress, Open Discussion, Samuel Berardi. We run through a quick little list of topics involving Cam Newton, quarantine life, how we were staying productive while quarantined, how much we miss sports, and TV shows and movies we've been watching. Um, pretty good episode. It went a little bit longer than I expected. I thought it was going to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We ran closer to 50, so a little bit longer than I was anticipating, but I hope people can enjoy. Uh, in the description, I'm putting the timestamps for the topic, so if you guys want to skip around and listen, do that. But I hope you guys enjoy, and I had a lot of fun recording it, so thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my very first episode of the Dave Halbert Podcast. Uh, today, I have on former co-host of Open Discussion, just to rekindle things and get into the first episode. So everyone say hello to Samuel Berardi. He's going to be joining me today, and we have just a few topics and things we're going to discuss really quickly. And yeah, it will be probably a 20-minute episode, nothing too crazy. So how are you doing, Sam? Good. Um, just wanted to say thank you for letting me on your podcast. Um, being your first guest is an honor, and rekindling our connection is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm excited for today. Yeah, I mean, I definitely miss open discussion. We had a lot of fun doing it. Um, you know, we didn't maybe get the listeners we wanted, but I definitely miss doing it. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. but we both got really busy with school and everything, so it was kind of tough. But it happens, but. Uh, current circumstances allows for uh more time to do stuff like this so i'm excited yeah for sure so first things first i want to jump into something that obviously we're all going through something pretty crazy right now such as the coronavirus which kind of sucks but before we jump into that i want to talk about cam newton you know long time i've been a panther fan for almost 10 years now and um he was the main reason i was a panther fan and yesterday he got cut and i just kind of want to be able to discuss how i feel in the open, you know? So what was your reaction when he was caught? Um, I mean, I wasn't surprised. We heard that he was going to, uh, well, I know that the Panthers, they wanted to trade him to multiple teams. Uh, I know that the Redskins were one of those teams. They had a couple teams that they were trying to trade him to specifically, but I don't know how serious the talks were between the two teams, but he clearly wasn't traded, so they ended up cutting him, but I don't know where he's going to go. See, the thing about him getting cut instead of traded, what really pissed me off about the Panthers was the fact that it came out that they were trying to seek a trade after a report came out, I don't know, a month ago saying that he was our quarterback, he's the guy moving forward, and then it comes out that they want to trade him and everything, and instead of actually waiting, they release like this entire like farewell tour on social media to him. And I was kind of shocked because it's like, well, why are you doing this if you're trying to trade a guy? Because the way I thought of it as was teams aren't going to trade for a guy that you're already saying goodbye to. If they don't have to rush, they could just wait and see what you do first, you know? So Maybe a team reached out to the, the Panthers before they even could have done anything. But So like, you don't like the way that the organization in general handled his departure? No, not at all. Because I think he really did give – everything to the franchise you know he won an mvp 
he put his body on the line continuously. And the year we went to the Super Bowl when he won MVP, we went 15-1. and one, And his receivers, his wide receivers were Jericho Cotri, Ted Ginn, Corey Brown, and Devin Funches. And he threw 35 touchdowns and carried us to a Super Bowl. Jericho didn't catch it. and I mean, he did, but it's for another time. And uh, I know a time Cam didn't put his body on the line. Oh, okay. We're going to go here. <laughs> oh, for the fans listening, I'm a Denver Bronco fan, so even I have a uh, little rivalry for like a year. It was just a season, but... Very weird Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, like, and to think about it, it was Super Bowl 50 nonetheless, which is, like, one of the more iconic numbered Super Bowls we've had recently. I'm not saying the game-wise, but overall, like, the build-up and everything, it was just, like, this is the 50th Super Bowl. And it just wasn't pretty, you know? It was a sloppy game. Like, what's crazy is Cam actually had a good game besides, obviously, not diving on the football and Mm -hmm. the fumbles, but his interception was a drop pass. And he was under pressure consistently. But if you look back at some of the highlights, some of the plays he was making, some of the ways he was escaping pressure and everything was ridiculous. But I don't know. He's no longer a Panther. I'm heartbroken because he was the reason I was a Panthers fan. And I'm really, really upset. Um, I just don't know how to really deal with this because I get the direction we're going. But... Where's he going to go? Well, I I want – I think he's going to go to either the Chargers or the pa- Patriots. Um, I think the Chargers are the more likely scenario, but I want him to go to the Pats. I don't know what kind of – like what the financial side of this looks like. Um, they have to sign him regardless, like any other team would have to, right? Yeah. So – who has the money? Like the Chargers and Patriots, like they have the money to sign him. Are they? Are they not? Are they not gonna like give him a lot of money at all? I mean, realistically, like I don't think his deal is gonna be that big of a commitment. I think it will only be one year, probably seven to ten million, and that's probably it. So I mean, I don't know the cap situation exactly for either of those two teams, but I think they definitely could figure it out if they really wanted to. Um, but where would you like to see him go? I mean, as a Bronco fan, I don't – I Cam still has talent. I think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. I don't want him to go to the AFC West. And I think it would be interesting to see him in a Bill Belichick system. I do too. I think the way Belichick has used Brady and made Brady still a serviceable quarterback at age 40 to 43, I'm not saying Brady is bad because he obviously isn't, but I don't think he would have won an MVP – past 40 without Belichick and I think if there's one situation for Cam to rejuvenate his career and truly show what player he is and still can be I think it's the Patriots and I think Bill Belichick is a perfect guy to completely retool him and make him a great quarterback again I would be interested to see if he went to New England yeah for sure I prefer New England but I don't hate the Chargers for him as a fit I don't know. I feel like he, like, God, has he had a legit wide receiver in his entire career? No, and, like, what sucks is now the Pan- that the Panthers actually have weapons such as DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and they just signed Robbie Anderson. It's like yeah. the only quarterback I got to see use those weapons 
was Kyle Allen and Will Greer. And it's like, I would have loved to see Cam Newton have a receiver in his prime. Like, he had Steve Smith when he was younger, but we cut him, you know? And, I mean, like, imagine if we had a really above-average receiver the year we went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that game's completely different, you know? Just having that security blanket. I mean, we did have Greg Olson, but Olson's a tight end. You know, he can only do so much as a receiving threat. So give Cam Newton, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Hunter Henry. I mean, and Austin Eckler. You know, like Eckler's incredible out of the backfield. He runs routes like a receiver. I swear to God. And the Chargers really focused on building their offensive line this offseason too. So it's like, I don't know. I think if he goes to the Chargers, they could probably be a ten-win team, maybe make it to the playoffs. Um, I think uh, Lynn is a really good coach. I do. I, I love it. I think last year was just a combination of poor quarterback play and just collapses in late in games. You know, Rivers doesn't have it anymore. I think NFL organizations like say things and don't mean them because I know the Chargers have said that they wanted to roll with Tyrod Taylor as their number one. Yeah. But like, how realistic could that possibly be? You know? Yeah, exactly. And like, the thing is, they also, with keeping Tyrod, they they also said they want a mobile quarterback and a guy that could kind of have like a new age system, you know. And obviously, yeah. Cam isn't young. He's thirty. He's entering the tail end of his career. He's played. He hasn't had a healthy season since his MVP season, which was five years ago. So there's a lot of red flags with Cam. Um, but I mean, I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to kind of find the next step and enter that second chapter of his career. And I really am wishing him the best because I, I'm not, I'm really upset. We're not keeping him because he's my favorite player in the league. He still will be no matter where he goes, but it's just, we never gave him the support. He gave us, you know, like he really gave the franchise everything he had and we never gave it back to him. We obviously always had a great defense, but we never had the offense to help him. You know, he only had two years with CMC. And the first year we still had Jonathan Stewart. So it was only like we were just trying to figure out how to use CMC. But imagine what he could have done last year if he played healthy. Like, we can't. You know, it's like just one of those questions that we don't know. He's, he's one of those players where you're like, what if injuries? Yeah, exactly. And, like, so. and the thing is, I mean, I can't really get pissed about his injuries because we all knew they were going to happen. Yeah. You know, even since he was a rookie, he obviously he know, he knows how to slide. I've seen him slide before, but he hates sliding. He'd rather try to run through a guy than be safe. And obviously, it's cool seeing a quarterback truck a linebacker and jump over people and everything. But I mean, it's just like, dude, like you got, you're a quarterback, you got to be safe. I mean, it's scary for a lot of these NFL quarterbacks that are now mobile. Yeah. Their career could be shattered. So we saw it with Mahomes, you know, against the Broncos. Remember when yeah. he he got hurt and everyone just paused. It was like the world stopped. Yeah, we still got skunked by Matt Moore. So I know. I mean, it happens. It was, it was upsetting. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sucks. I'm not going to be able to see him finish his career as a Panther. I wish I could. Um, but I do wish him the best. I think. I think there's only two real possible situations for him to 
go to. And I think they're the Patriots and Chargers. And I think wherever he goes, I think he can make them a playoff team and have a bounce back here. I agree. I do. With New England, I'm not 100 percent certain. I don't know how it's, it's going to be if he does go there. But yeah. I do think if he went to the Chargers, then he would have a pretty successful season. Yeah, I think if I think we're either situation because I trust Belichick enough to know how to use him. You know. I mean, yeah, Belichick. Belichick. Because I mean, Belichick and Saban have always been great friends. Um, and you saw Saban; he never really had a mobile quarterback. I mean, he had Hurts right before Tua, but you know he had to adjust to Hurts, especially because Hurts was Hurts is not a great quarterback. You know, he's a great athlete, he's a great player, he's a great college player. He was a great college quarterback, but he's not going to be an NFL quarterback. And we saw Saban truly remake and reshift his offense to a way where it did help out Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and I think Belichick could obviously and easily do that with Cam Newton. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. So next thing uh, we want to move into is quarantine life. So I mean, obviously, we don't have the coronavirus that we know of. Um, Not that we know of, no. But we've been home for eleven days, and I mean, it's weird. You know, this is a this is a new way of life. Like everyone. Staying inside, having having to be extra careful with everything. Like t- this morning, I had to go to the supermarket with my dad, and he's a he's a big doomsday prepper guy. So, oh, he? yeah, he is. He we're, up on the yeah. I mean, we're not necessarily stocked up, but we're prepared for worst case scenario. But just going to the supermarket, I had to put on a mask and gloves, and just kept sanitizing my hands, and it was just weird because it's like. I'm going to the supermarket. Like, I shouldn't have to have on a mask and gloves. You know, like, I worked in a supermarket for six months. Not one time did I have to wear a mask. You know, I had to wear gloves sometimes, yeah. but. Yeah, it's like things we do every day. Now we just take for granted because you have to be super careful when you just want to go out and get food to bring home to your family. So. Exactly. And, I mean, we're only in college, and it's crazy to think about that for how much we don't enjoy going to class. I miss going to class. I miss having something to do. Yeah, like... If that, if, if that be getting up at, like, 9 o'clock for my 9.30, like, I miss doing that. And yeah, like, I, I miss having the routine. Yeah. And, like, it's just kind of weird to have to figure this all out because the thing is, we don't know when it's going to end. And we don't know how bad it's going to get. And before it ends, it has to get a lot worse. Because there's no way it could just end like this. It's going to uh, get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. For a while. I'll tell you that right now. People, people think this thing's going to end in like two to three. Like you're, you're out of your mind if yeah. it's end in the next month. Yeah, no, there's no shot it ends in the next month. I mean, I'm just hoping we could go back to school in September. That's, that's the main thing I want. It's crazy because two weeks ago, we would have never thought about that. I know. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, I was prepared to go away for spring break and everything. And then it was just like, in the matter of one and two days, it just all collapsed just out of nowhere. Your spring break decision, like, you don't know how much I respect that because I'm not going to go on a rant right now. But if you if you go on spring break during a global pandemic, yeah, I'm sorry, but you're one of the most 
selfish people I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't, I don't care if you're a family member. You know how many lives you're putting in danger. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone makes their own decision, and I mean, you. I don't care what people do. Like, I know a bunch of people that went away for spring break, and I hope everyone's staying safe and everything. It just, it is scary because it's just the thing is we're young so we may not necessarily even see the symptoms and it could just be we could just run into one person you know and we could be infected and then we pass it to 10 people and then that those 10 people pass it to 10 people each and then it just keeps growing and growing and growing and it's like that's what i find scary and terrifying about this i think it's more scary as you said that kids our age might just not even show symptoms exactly and god forbid we give it to parents grandparents who don't have the immune systems that we have yeah it's it's scary and you don't want to think about it but i never like I, I never thought i'd be living through a global pandemic and yeah here we are exactly so. which is like the worst part is just not really knowing when this is gonna end and yeah. i mean obviously we all want it to end sooner rather than later but it's just i don't know I guess I mean. You go to bed, you wake up, you look at the news, and you hope to see like cases go down. It's just a day at a time at this point. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of have to follow the trends that China was going through. I mean, I obviously we're we're more we're better in a better situation than they were, but um, like you know, look at like their three month trends and everything, and I mean. You could you see it now, like the cases in China are going down, people are getting yeah, better. Two cases in like six days at this point. Exactly, and I mean that took a few months. So I mean, yeah. hopefully yeah. ours could take that amount of time or even Think less. About it. How long has it been since the U.S. cases have started to arrive here? Exactly. Like, it's been less than a month. Mhm. So. And if we go on the China trend, then. We're going to be in this situation for at least two more months. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if we have to stay quarantined, and like, I just want this thing to be over. Yeah, I mean, obviously it sucks. We all want it to end, and obviously nobody's having a good time. But yeah. the thing that, you know, there, you know, there's always a silver lining in situations. You know, we could always get down on stuff like this. But what's cool is about in, you know, 10 years, you know, if we all, whoever makes it through and however many of us make it through, we're going to look back and be like, wow, we are a part of history. Like we remember that. Yeah. And that's going to be cool is because when we all have kids and everything, like we could tell them about that and we could learn from this as a society and a country and a world. Like we could understand what we have to do and how we could prevent things like these and the cautions we have to take. So, I mean, Obviously, it's not exciting. It's not something we want to be in. We would all rather be living our normal lives and not having to go through this. But, I mean, we learn from things like this. It's crazy how how weird is the feeling going to be when this is finally over and life just starts going back to normal. Exactly. Like, how are we going to, like, it's going to take a few weeks at least to readjust you know like people are going to be lazy people are going to be tired i mean all motivation personally has just disappeared yeah i mean it's I like mean, not, that, not that we have like all these choices to pick from 
of things to do, but I don't know. There's, it's just no motivations oh, yeah. in my body since I've been home. Um, but moving on from being quarantined and the issues with being quarantined, have you been able to stay produ- productive through this time or anything like that? I mean, it, I, I guess it defines what you mean by productive. Um, like personally, we don't have. We're technically on spring break at the moment. Yeah. So I don't have work due until next week. Uh, and, like, I'm not going to lie, at this point, I want work to do. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where, like, I, I, I would rather sit down and watch, like, a 50-minute online lecture and then answer questions than just sit in my room and, let's say, watch TV. Yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. Um, I have, I've been, you know, like this semester I was taking six classes and two of them were online. So the extended spring break didn't impact them. And my one, my, uh, actual, actually my one other class started in mid-March because it was, um, an accelerated course. So it goes from beginning of March to the end of the semester. So I had work due for that last week and this week. And I mean, it has, it, it has to be turned in by Friday. And I mean, I got it done Monday morning just because the second it went up, I was like, might as well do it because what else do I have to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, I've been trying to read, but really haven't gotten to that yet. I've picked out a few books, but once I can kind of adjust to not wanting to just like watch TV or something, I could pick up a book. Um, but what else have you been up to? Just like being inside and everything. Uh. Dude, um, I don't know. I've been messing around uh, video games. Yeah. There's like up, ups and downs of video games for me personally. I'll either want to play like for a while and then I'll get sick of it for a while. But um, like what else am I going to do? I play video games. I'm not a huge TV guy at the moment. I just really use my PS4 console. Mm-hmm. But video games, uh, working out has been incredibly not difficult because you, you got to use what you have in, in, yeah. in this situation. But obviously it's not the same. All, all gyms have been closed for a week, I'd say now. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, working out like video games, literally just doing random things to keep yourself busy. I swear to God, I've been trying to do trick shots in my house <laughs> and record them. Yeah. Got really pissed off. Tried to do trick shots yesterday. I had them. Um, my toothbrush holder in my bathroom and I grabbed it and I would try to, I use an old toothbrush for people saying like, that's gross. Did you use the same one? No, I use that. I use an old one. All right. Yeah. All right. Good. Clarify. Yeah. 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 So I I got my toothbrush and I was just trying to throw my freaking toothbrush in the toothbrush holder. Did you make it? Of course I didn't make it. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, I had to ask. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been playing video games. You know, I mean, a lot of people are. Uh, I've been watching TV. Um, I mean, the thing about, like, being online on video games and everything is it's kind of still, like, a good way to socialize with your friends. You know, like, even if you're not playing, like, you still get to talk to them for however long you want. And obviously, like, we're all going through it together, and it's a tough time. Um, But, you know, like, just having the ability to still talk and be friends with people is awesome. You know, it's not like we're just all locked in our houses doing nothing. Like, we could find ways to be productive and everything. Not that we're lucky, because global pandemics are never a good thing. 
but we are in the age of our our technology is so advanced, you know. Exactly. And the I would consider us lucky that we're able to even talk on the cell phone right now and do this without being next to each other. But just being online and being able to talk to people that you know and talking to your friends, I think we take it for granted. Yeah. And now that we're stuck in our homes, it does help a lot that we're actually able to talk to people through all the technology that we do have to keep us busy. So Exactly. And what I find incredible is the way that classes are working now through Zoom and FaceTime and any basic chat service is I just find pretty crazy because it's like, wow, we've been able to do this as a society and figure out ways to still get stuff done in the way we want it. Yeah. Um, it's, cra- no, it, it's genuinely crazy how like the semester for us college kids is still able to go on. Yeah. And I think schools have done a good job accommodating students, giving them my brother's in high school and I know the high school gives kids Chromebooks if they don't have access to laptops. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So seeing stuff like that makes me feel better about what we're doing, but Yeah, I mean uh, it's just different. It's it's it sucks but it's different. Yeah, you know, I mean I'm trying to find ways to be productive, you know. I've been working out every day, which is good. I mean I don't have obviously all the resources I want, but I have enough to do good hour hour and a half each day um i started this podcast which is a good way to kill some time and stay connected Um, i'm reading you know that's also cool but yeah i mean i don't know it's still that's what we got to do as a as people is just instead of dwelling on the fact that we can't do anything is just trying to figure out ways to stay productive in our own homes you know um i've been doing a lot of cleaning and cooking too so it's just like trying to figure out ways to grow as humans while we have this time to ourselves. You know, like we can only say that in so many scenarios, we have extended periods of time where we just don't do anything required, you know? And it's like, this is one of those moments where we could basically take the time and do whatever we want in our confined homes. And I mean, might as well take as much advantage of it as we can, because next thing you know, I mean, when this is all said and done, we got to go back to the grind. We got to go back to living. And I don't know, it will be tough to readjust, but I mean, I'm excited to readjust. I mean, I'm down to readjust right now. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, obviously not to a lighter topic, but to a topic we both know a lot about, how much do we miss sports? That's on. <laughs> I mean, it's um, crazy. I, I it should be March Madness. It should be March Madness. I should be losing money every day. I should be going crazy. I should I should already have deleted the March Madness app. Everything. Yeah. My so, number one to be out of the tournament by this point. So I mean, I I was riding with Duke all year and they were the first team to pull out before the tournament even got canceled. So oh, dude. Don't even like once I saw that the NBA suspended their season, like the biggest Woj bomb I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. I, I sat there and I was like, if the NBA is done, every other sport, yeah. every other sport has to be done. You can't. There's no shot they'd let college kids play if, no. the, if the NBA was done. And like, not to mention, like, 12 players have the virus itself. So Exactly. And, I mean, the thing I love about the NBA, and, I mean, people know it. 
but I think people also take it for granted is the fact that Adam Silver is a great commissioner. Oh, kiss him on his bald head, dude. He's a great commissioner. He is the best, you know. The thing was, he saw Rudy get coronavirus. He saw Mitchell get coronavirus. And he knew that he had to make a drastic change immediately. And he did not hesitate to suspend the season until further notice. And the fact that he was able to grab his balls and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm suspending the season, was fantastic. And, I mean, I have a lot of respect for a man like that. Because, obviously, he doesn't want to suspend it, but he has to. No, he... He absolutely had to. There was no other choice. He absolutely had to. And um, he was the one to push down the first domino in this domino effect that everyone had to follow. You know, after that, Duke pulls out. March yeah. Madness canceled. You know, MLB yeah. suspended for, till further notice. You know. They canceled um, the Masters, right? NHL season. Everything, you know. Yeah, it's, all, it, it's all gone. I mean... It, it shouldn't, like, I'm not mad because, like, it should not be happening. Yeah. I'm just mad that this is a thing. Yeah, I mean. It sucks, but the safety of everybody is obviously more important. Okay, so, I mean, we obviously we do miss sports a lot. Yeah. Um, But to make light of this situation, what is one sports moment that is truly unforgettable to you? That's a great question. I mean, I just only one because this is going a little bit longer than I anticipated, but I really don't care. Um, I, to be honest, I'm not doing anything right now. Really. Yeah, no, I don't care, but I just want to hear one from you. I already have one in mind for me, but I mean, oh, I have. I would say two, but it's tough. I mean, hey, you could say both. I don't care. I'm not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to name the kid, but I bet a kid in middle school about the Heat and Spurs final in 2013. The Spurs ended up losing. Mm-hmm. And I started following the Spurs, you know, just doing all that kind of junk. I started getting into the NBA. And I started to like them. And then the next year, when we still had the big three with Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, and we went back to the finals with the Heat, and I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a sucker for good old fashioned basketball, like Spurs basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. Like just passing and like playing defense, all that, all that kind of good stuff. Because the NBA now is just a bunch of nonsense. Even though I still miss it, yeah. And just watching the finals, I believe we won in five games. And the thing I took away. So, yeah, Spurs? Yeah, Spurs were, I believe we won in uh, five games, four to one. But the one thing I took away was we won by a finals record margin against Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. And that was a sports moment. Like, I'm a sucker for numbers, and I think numbers matter in sports, and I like all the stats that go into it, the number, all that kind of junk. So, I don't know. That was a huge moment. And then that's what made me love NBA basketball as a fan. I just started loving it. And then the other one would probably have to be the Denver Broncos, sorry, uh, Super Bowl. It's okay. I mean, over the Panthers. Because it was just the grittiest season I've ever seen. 
Yeah, I mean, there was one point where you guys were basically out. I, mean, I grew up with, like, Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, and Tim Tebow as my quarterbacks. Yeah. And then we signed Peyton. I mean, he had the one season where he threw 55 touchdowns, but mm-hmm. then we got skunked in the Super Bowl. Um, that was upsetting. That was a real take. But then two years later, we ended up beating the Panthers, and that was probably my favorite football sports moment of my life because god god knows the next time we're gonna even come close so yeah i mean that was fun if i was if the roles were reversed in that situation and super bowl 50 was the panthers winning obviously that would be number one um unfortunately i mean i'm a knicks fan so i really haven't had a whole lot of light over the last over since I've, i've been a knicks fan you know our best season is losing in the second round to the Pacers. Um, yeah. I mean, that year was awesome. Mello balled out. I remember him just dropping 60 like it was nothing. Uh, I mean, the Panthers, we had that one year where we went to the Super Bowl. We went to playoffs three yeah. times as a fan. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't complain. You know, was, we didn't win the Super Bowl, but we went there. Um, the Yankees won the World Series in 2009. But besides that, I mean, I really haven't had any true great sports experiences. So one of the moments that really stands out to me is obviously in the NBA, LeBron James is the best player. I think he's the best player of all time. Um, I I think Giannis has really taken over the league. I mean, LeBron is still LeBron, but I think Giannis is just a different breed. You know, he just finds ways to just... Giannis isn't skilled. He's just a freak athlete, remember? (laughs) I mean... I'm not going to lie, I would side with James Harden on that, but... I mean, I love James Harden, you know. I think he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. I mean, you can't really argue it. I'm not saying Giannis isn't skilled. I'm just saying I would. I will put $300 down right now saying that Harden definitely has more skill than Giannis. I mean, like, I agree with I, that. I just think, yeah, like, like, you can't get mad at Giannis. Like, like how no. can you be mad? You know? Um... But one of the most unforgettable sports moments I've ever had was game six of the NBA Finals last year, right? The Raptors won 4-2, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Last year in the NBA Finals, the Raptors won 4-2, correct? Yes. So, in game six in the third quarter, when Kawhi went on like a 10-10, 12 run by himself. I mean, obviously, like, we've seen LeBron do great things. We've seen Giannis do great things. We've seen tons of NBA players do great things. But the thing about that moment was I've never seen a player take a game over like that. Like, Kawhi just completely took over, and yeah, you saw the man Dude, hit scared. dagger after dagger in the third quarter and just end the Golden State Warriors season. Okay. His shot against the 76ers, I don't think I've ever seen a crazier shot live in my entire life. Yeah, I mean. I, I, like, it's not, it wasn't the biggest sports moment, but that shot, the way it riled, like, the, I, what I would do to be there in Toronto when he hit that. I know, dude. It was just. It was, it was quiet. You, you, it was, like, the most quiet I've ever heard in an arena in my entire life. And, like, oh, you could hear the ball hitting the rim. Like six different times, and then it went in, and I was like, "Dude, I know." I, I mean, like, we should have known then. Like, it was their year. 
I mean, not to mention the Warriors did have injury troubles, but like, like don't even get me started about that. I can go down the line and say like injury troubles for the teams that they faced over time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's Game Seven in twenty eighteen. You know, Chris yeah. Paul doesn't play. The rap uh, the Rockets miss twenty threes. They don't hit a single three. I mean, they basically, like them. that's just unlucky. I think they missed twenty seven in a row. So it was yeah, it was right? it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, imagine four of those going. You know, like, I, I don't know how different the game would have been. So exactly, you know, I mean, it's just moments like that is what I'm missing the most right now. Is baseball season should have started. We should be grinding through the M. NBA. I mean, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but hockey's in the midst of the grind too. You know, NFL free agency, March Madness. Like, this is the time for sports. And it's like, we're just not getting any of it. To me, the biggest thing is March Madness. Yeah. I I look forward to it every year. Yeah. And I was so pumped this season. I wanted to see what we top and just. (laughs) <laughs> throw the ball in the crowd and start a forest fire you know i fucking love that guy yeah he's your favorite i was actually looking at a mock yesterday i, I meant to text you but i completely forgot so the spurs him. getting ob Toppin. there's no shot yeah pick like 11 or 12 like at, at this current moment we have 11 or 12 yeah i just saw a um what was tweeted uh he's the number nine prospect from like Mike Mayock. Uh-huh. Um, you know I don't I don't get it. What? I don't get I don't get NBA mock drafts. It it's hard to predict them because you don't understand how the lottery's gonna fall. Do you know Okongwu from USC? He was the he was the guy who played with the Lonzo Ball, Lamelo at Gino Hills. Okay. He's number six. Alright. And that like I, I, I don't understand that at all. I mean, a lot of the time in the NBA, you're drafting kids so young that you have yeah, to draft like, for potential, too, you know? Like, would you rather take a kid you know nothing about from USC, or would you rather take, like, a 22-year-old OB Toppin who, like, should have won, like, the Wooden Award? You know, like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why this kid is number six and Toppin's nine. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scout. I don't watch these kids 24 So I have no idea. They can see something I don't, so I don't really know what to say about that. Yeah. But if we talk and went to the Spurs, I'd probably just start crying. <laughs> How happy would you be? Because really happy. Because you know what the Spurs do? We draft European guys at like 22, and then send them to the G League, and then like they turn out decent. Like Lonnie yeah. Walker's good, but like season's over now. Yeah. So, I don't know anymore. I just want sports back. Yeah, me too. But last thing I want to move into is TV shows and movies that you've watched over this break so far. I've seen... I'm a movie guy. Okay. So... Oh, yeah, sorry. I haven't finished BoJack yet. I, I probably should. I, it's, Come it's on, like, dude. Like, where are you? Where are you? I'm starting season six. You're starting season six, dude. I watched season six in a day. Season six is awesome. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything about it, but like, dude, like, come on. Yeah. You saw the end of five. You know that is about to be nuts. 
Yeah, but, I know what's happening. I just haven't started six yet, which I, I like. I know, I know, I should, I should, but I was actually. So, I'm a movie guy. Um, Netflix and Hulu are just just sitting there in front of me, taunting me. Yeah. So I I watch movies every night. Um, haven't I haven't started a new TV show, but I've just seen a bunch of different movies. I watched like Pandemic. I watched Semi Pro. Yeah, just movies that looked interesting to me, so I just watch them. But nothing really special. I want to see The Invisible Man, but I haven't seen that yet. But um, I don't think it's like on demand yet or anything because I know it just came out in theaters and I know they're all closed now. So I mean, I watched a few movies. I finally watched A Star Is Born last week. Um. <laughs> It it came out like what last year? Was it last year or two years ago? Uh, it was our sophomore year of college, first semester, so like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was good, but like, it's not like the greatest movie I've ever seen. It's such a movie I like, it like adore, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's, it's it was it was good, you know. I'll leave it at that, but um. I've watched a few other movies. Uh, I started Peaky Blinders. Have you ever watched that? I mean, I watched like, the first like four minutes one time, and like it looked interesting, but I was like, I had to, I had to do something else, so I just got off. But I, it does look like a show I would actually enjoy. Yeah, I mean, um, I've watched the first four episodes. I haven't finished season one yet, but it's very entertaining. Very, uh, I'm not gonna say it's Game of Thrones, but it's very Game of Thrones esque in that sense, you know. It's a uh, post World War One, so it has like that entire vibe you would expect from GOT yeah. after World War One, where with technology is starting to grow and everything. I really enjoy it. It's a very interesting show. I'm very excited to watch the next few episodes and maybe finish it sometime soon. But in addition to that, did you hear about this Love Is Blind show on Netflix? I've heard about it, but like I haven't seen a single episode. All right, so I've I've watched I've watched the first five episodes. Okay. Only the first five, yeah. Okay. And I think there's ten, and like I don't know, dude. Like personally, I think the show sucks. I think it's stupid. Um. They're all they're all freaking. I I hate shit like that. It's just like, dude, like. So pointless. Just a bunch of people like <laughs> acting on camera, be like, "I love you," and then like two days later, like, they're, like getting with somebody else. I'm like, like, what's the, like, what's the premise of the show? Like, what is supposed to happen? So basically, the first two episodes, they're talking to the other gender through this wall, and they can't see them. And basically, like, you're basically like speed dating. And then after you speed date, you talk to the certain people you want to talk to, and you connect with them and everything, and then you're supposed to propose, and, like, hopefully they say yes. Oh, and it's like, dude, you on. don't see the person. Come on. And, um, like... stick a syringe in my neck. It's like, people are proposing after, like, five or six days. And it's just like, dude, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like how real is this shit are they actually proposing like, like, yeah dude and then like after that like they go to go on vacation and each other and, and like their weddings are in like 20 something days and it's like dude what is going on here like 
I get it. I get it. I get, I get like the point that like, oh, like love is supposed to be love. You're not supposed to fall for the way someone looks. You're supposed to fall how someone is. But like, dude, like what the fuck? After five days? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, in the first place, what the hell is this? We all know we're all attracted off the bat by physical appearance. I mean, like... Obviously, if you want to continue your life with somebody, you need to have a connection with them beyond physical, you know? Yeah. I understand the aspect of it, but God forbid I ever turn that show on. You can break my kneecaps and sell my bones to like an orphanage, dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, so like at this point, like I'm halfway through. I mean, you, you might as well finish. Yeah. Like, like it's not like, it's not like I'm watching the show because it's a good show. It's just like, I'm watching it because at this point I'm so far in that I have to see how all this ends. There's no turning back for you, but like, I'd rather read it. 300,000 page Stephen King novel than watch that show. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, like, for now, like, I guess, like, I'll finish it, but, dude, like, what a. I mean, no one's forced, like, you don't have to finish it. No one's forcing you. (laughs) I mean, I have to now, but, God, what a weird show. Like, I get the point and everything, but uh, I don't know. I just. I, you won't find me watching it. I won't watch it. I just won't. I don't like shows like that. It, they make me sick to my stomach. I really don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely I definitely feel that. Um, it gives me medical anxiety, you know? Yeah. It just, it, there's moments where you just feel super uncomfortable watching it and everything. But, uh, I mean, that's basically all I have. Before uh, I wrap this episode up, anything else you want to talk about? Man. Um, wash your hands. Bring Lysol wipes to places you go. Wipe shit down. I know, dude. Did, don't, uh, touch any, don't touch any people that are not healthy who don't have the best immune systems. Be smart. Don't go on spring break. Like, I, like, I'm just plugging, like, like, I'm not even kidding around right now. Like, people are just being stupid. And that's why we're not going to get better soon. Yeah. But, also... Uh, I'm going to plug my Instagram, Sam underscore Berardi. I do follow back. Just kidding. I might not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's been an honor to talk to you and be your first guest today. Yeah. I mean, I'm really happy you uh, you were able to come on. You know, we had we for sure had that connection when we did open discussion. We did it for an entire summer, two, three times a week, you know. Um, no, we're clearly electric with a solid connection. Yeah, no, I'm very happy you were able to come on. I'm looking yeah. forward to uploading this episode and hopefully getting some listeners. Um, but yeah, thank you again for your time. Um, yeah. I look forward to seeing you again in person eventually. I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. But um, yeah, so thanks again. And also, happy belated birthday. I know I text you on your birthday, but I got to throw this in here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I turned 21, everyone. Uh wasn't the best birthday, but uh. Yeah, no, I mean, we we were talking for months on what we wanted to do for your birthday, and like. I know it was so exciting too, and then I was like, shit. Yeah, and I it's can't. like, oh fuck, like you're locked inside. I'm not sick, so I guess it could be worse. And yeah, I mean, like, it, like, it is a really it, like this is a serious issue that's going on. 
no, like, I can't complain. Yeah, like, I really like obviously, like, you want to go out, but, like, you have much time in the rest of your life to go out. There's a lot of people who have it worse than me. <laughs> yeah, so, like. I'm not complaining about it, but. I just tried to stay busy. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I look forward to yeah. um, hearing from you and texting you. And once again, I had a great time. So. Did too. We'll stay in touch. Yeah, for sure. You safe? You too. Oh wait, right. dude. Um, wait before you go. Did you see my Instagram story the other day? It was the thing where it was like, wash your hands. The all right. So for one of my. <laughs> Is that what I said? Wash your hands? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wash your hands, David Howard. It's like, wash your hands and stay inside. Like, be safe. Like, don't don't leave your house unless you really have to. Yeah, like, if you need to go to the supermarket, go to the supermarket, but stay the fuck inside. Like, kids our age, because, like, I assume that's, like, the crowd we're, you're going to get here. Um, I don't know. Stay inside. If you yeah. want to go outside, go for a run. Yeah, like, I've been running. Like, I hate running, but I've been running. Yeah, I do too. I have to go for a run in like a half hour, but right. it's also terrible outside today. It's groggy. It's cold. I, do, I don't want. It was raining food. before, so. But yeah. um, maybe I'll just go on Amazon or today and just look at things that I can't afford. So. <laughs> All right, have fun. I'm gonna wrap right. this episode up. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I look forward to releasing this. So yeah.